0: Frederick Ballantyne is a rising star in the opera world with engagements around the globe, and he grew up right here in Norfolk, Virginia. He's currently performing at the Metropolitan Opera in their new production of the Gershwins' Porgy and Bess. We sat down to talk about his career path, his advice for younger singers, and what it was like making that Metropolitan Opera debut. Can you tell us a little bit about growing up here and kind of your path of how did you get from here to where you are now on the stage of the Met?
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. I grew up in the lermont Lawns area. My father was military. And uh, my mom, to uh, find something with us to uh, just entertain us while my dad was out to sea, she would make us go and sing at various choirs. And one of those choirs was the uh, Boys Choir of Hampton Roads. And one of the teachers there advised me to audition for the Governor's School for the Arts in Norfolk, Virginia, when I was in middle school. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be a lawyer. (laughs) But uh, my mom uh, woke me up one morning and forced me to go down to that audition, threw me in a suit, had me sing two songs that I just happened to know from having been in the boys' choir. And uh, from then on, it was just opera. I was very blessed to have gone to that school. I had no idea when I went to the school even that it would be opera, and from day one it was just that, 24-7. And I fell in love with it, I would say, around sophomore year of high school and just kept going.
0: Do you have any particular memories of Governor's School uh, colleagues or teachers that you had there?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. I I have many, many beautiful memories. There are a lot of kids in that school who have gone on to have great careers. One of them is uh, Ryan Speedo Green, Uh, another one is Crystal Williams, Will Liverman, but we were all in Le Nozze di Figaro my freshman year, and I was, in my opinion, I was the unofficial carabino cover because I was a boy soprano at the time. And I remember we were all marching on stage for one of those little flower songs, I think it was, in um, somewhere in Act 2 of that opera. And I just fell on my face in front of the entire school. And I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm never going to forget this moment, having fallen on my face in front of all these people. And it's so funny because I can still remember that moment with many of those people who just happen to be uh, very successful in the performing arts now. And then, of course, I also remember uh, one of my teachers, uh, Mr. Robert Brown, who passed away uh, while I was an undergrad, unfortunately, but he was such a, a huge figure in my life. I, I think of his teachings even today, and I'm very, very grateful to have had his tutelage while I was at that school.
0: understand this was your debut at the Met in this production of Porgy and Bess? Yes, it was. What has that been like? Can you give us kind of a sense of what was it like to perform there for the first time?
1: Oh my gosh, it was the most intense moment of my entire life. I was very sick for opening night. It was, uh, we opened on a Monday. And it was Saturday night that I, uh, around midnight, I was just sitting on my couch and I felt a little tickle in my throat and I was like, oh no, this can't be. And I I ran and I made some tea and I was like, it's, it's fine, I'm sure it's going to be fine. And then about... Uh, <laughs> 20 minutes later, I it just felt like my throat was on fire, so I rushed to the hospital, and I did the most singer thing possible. I got there, and I took charge the moment I arrived in the emergency room, and I said, just give me a pack, just give me this, give me this little steroid right here, and I'm going to get through this opening night at the Metropolitan Opera. I cannot miss my opportunity to sing opening night of the season of the Metropolitan Opera, especially for such a historic event as uh, the first time Porgy would have been performed for 30 years. So um it was I was terrified. I honestly was so terrified. But, you know, it, there comes a point when you just have to get on stage and do your job, and that's what I did. After I sang the first two notes, which uh, Sport and Life comes out there just screaming for the, <laughs> for the first few, uh, few notes of the opera. And once I sang those first few notes and everything sounded fine in the house with the bodies in the in the audience, I knew I was gonna be okay, and I just settled down to enjoy myself for the rest of the show, and um, that's a gift that I get to have for Sport in Life, which is my character. I get to have that gift. He. Is the character that just really gets to act a fool the entire show and just so discord. So I just made it my mission to continue doing that, and it was really amazing. There's a boat that
0: This Saturday's show will be broadcast over the Toll Brothers Metropolitan Opera International Radio Network, including here on WHRO-FM, so your Mm -hmm. hometown listeners can tune in and hear you this Saturday. Is there anything else that you would like listeners to know about this production or things to listen out for? What's going to be really special?
1: I think that uh, this production is really special because the Met made the effort of going out there and finding some of the best singers in the world who just happen to be black. And uh, I feel like often with productions like this, it, it, the vocal quality may not be exactly what you want it to be, but this production is very special in that you will hear some of the most beautiful singing you've ever heard on the Met stage, honestly. I think um, Angel Blue is, an, is a beautiful, beautiful singer. Um, probably one of the voices of our generation. Um, Eric Owens, of course, has established himself as one of the best bass baritones in the world. Alfred Walker is another one who's just fantastic as Crown, and, and LaTongue Morris Arena. Like, I can just go on and on about the individual singers. And then, of course, the chorus, which is this massive chorus of soloists. These are all professional soloists in opera, not just choral singers. And so the, the sheer sound from the chorus is just, it's so impactful. Um, But, yeah, I think that people will be very, very excited just to hear these voices in these roles. And also, uh, I think people who are going to see it in theaters will enjoy the acting as well.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's also being presented in a live HD broadcast.
1: Oh, yeah. I think my parents are taking um, like 20 people to MacArthur to see it. (laughs) So, yeah, that's going to be really cool you know, there's a greater level to it for me because I remember they started the HD broadcasts when I was in high school. I want to say I was in sophomore or junior year of high school. And our teacher, Alan Fisher, would take us to those. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, this is actually happening. I'm, happening. I'm sitting in a movie theater watching an opera live. And now I'm, people are going to be sitting in a movie theater watching an opera live. But it's going to be me. It's like my turn. <laughs> I'm obviously very excited for that.
0: If you were going to talk to current students at the Governor's School, what would you say? Do you have any advice or inspiration for them?
1: I've learned over time that that school is responsible for so much for me. I would never have gotten into opera if it wasn't for that school. I would never be doing this role. If it wasn't for Alan Fisher, uh, if it wasn't for Robert Brown, I wouldn't know what I do now about music. If it wasn't for Charlene Marchant, I wouldn't know what I know now about The Voice. So to those kids, I just want to say that you all are so lucky to work with some of the best educators in the country. And they just so happen to be right there in Norfolk, Virginia, and they're pouring their all into you. So um, trust your teachers. Just trust your teachers. Their advice is gold. I still call those teachers when I need help. I texted Alan Fisher uh, two nights ago for advice. I, I, do it every, I do it all the time. Those are, uh, I talk to Shelly, actually, every now and then. Those are world-class teachers, so you all are very lucky to have them. And uh, just allow them to shape you.
0: That was tenor Frederick Ballantyne, Norfolk native, and you can hear his performance as Sport and Life in Porgy and Bess tomorrow Saturday afternoon starting at 1 o'clock in our live Metropolitan Opera broadcast right here on WHRO-FM.